Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Heritage Financial are not affiliated. Welcome back to Making Money Fun. I am John Jagay, joined as always by Shanna Tinjum from Heritage Financial in Phoenix, Arizona. Shanna, welcome back. Good to be back with you. Oh, it's so good to be back with you, too. So in our first four episodes, we talked a lot about um, financial planning and retirement and financial analysts. We're going to take a little bit of a detour today, um, and we're talking about kind of a, a little bit of a heavier topic, but something that is really important and relevant this time of year, and that is divorce. And you are a certified divorce financial analyst, or CDFA. Can you sort of explain what that is and, and how you got into this piece of the work? Yeah, this is a bit of a, of a morose topic, especially for the holiday season, but it is something that's super important. And one of the things that sort of led me into this work was seeing so many women come into my practice after they have signed the divorce uh, settlement agreement and dissolution agreement and realizing that if they had had the information that I'm now trained to give them, that whole process would have gone so much different and so much better for them. Makes a lot of sense. You think about uh, a lot of times you hear the advice that if you're thinking about getting divorced, you should really do some of that planning ahead of time before you're kind of in the throes of it. And so you're prepared for it. And the financial part of it is such a huge part of it. So yeah, what exactly is a certified divorce financial analyst or again, CDFA for the purposes of this conversation? And why do you need one? So a certified divorce financial analyst is somebody, it's often a financial planner like me, but it could also be a CPA or even an attorney that's really trained to look at the division aspects of the property settlement agreement in the state of Arizona. We are a community property state and there are several other states like us around the country. And so a lot of people think going into a divorce that it's very cut and dried in Arizona, that everybody gets 50% of everything and that's just the way it's going to be. And while the law says equitable division, in practice, that can be very, very different because you can't take a chainsaw down the middle of a house. So, (laughs) you know, how do you divide the house or the equity in the house fairly and keeping in mind the tax consequences for dividing all the different pieces of property, investments, real estate, and those sort of things. And that's what we're really trained to do is to look at the practical application of whatever the law says in that state. Yeah, I used to go back to the uh, the biblical, not that I'm a big Bible person, but the biblical reference of King Solomon and cutting the baby in half. It doesn't exactly work out in practice. It doesn't, for sure. And, you know, that's what I think a lot of people, especially in Arizona, they sit down and they say, okay, I'll take the house, you take the lake house. Yeah. I'll take the car, you take the Roth IRA. And those four things have very, very different long-term and tax implications if you end up with a piece of that on the wrong end of the deal. Absolutely. It seems like on paper you would just say, okay, let's just, it's it's 50-50, let's divide it up, be done with it because this divorce is such a stressful process and one of the worst experiences somebody can go through. Let's just make this easy. Let's just make this cut and dry. Let's try to make this as quick and painless as possible. But it really can come back to bite you if you don't do your due diligence. So when in the process should you hire a CDFA? I would say as early as possible. I'm often engaged before an attorney or a mediator is engaged. Hmm. Yeah. And most people don't realize that. And that's really the way it works best, honestly. I'm not a mediator. Some of us are trained as mediators. I'm not, but I can work 
with both spouses and, you know, really helping them understand what the tax and long-term implications are of all of the options that they have. And then we can bring in a document preparer, a mediator, or an attorney if needed for one or both parties to make sure that all the I's get dotted and the T's get crossed. But heading into the conversation of a divorce, it's really important that everybody understand their options. They say that, you know, finances and money are oftentimes the number one cause of divorce. It would seem that in the case of a divorce, that's where things get the hairiest in terms of dividing up money and assets. They do. Yeah. And what I hear often, and I hope this is the case for most people, is that our divorce is really amicable. We agree on everything. And while that's great, and I've been through that personally, where we were able to sit down and just sketch it out and everything worked out fine, I've seen more cases than not that started out that way, Hmm. but then the emotions take over and the fight or flight mechanism in your brain takes over and a a amicable process turns into one that isn't so amicable. And having somebody like me in your corner can really help de-escalate those emotions. So if they say the number one cause of divorce is money and finance, I would imagine the number one people fight about during divorce is money and finance. Absolutely. That's not unusual. You know, that and child custody, if you have minor children, are really the two biggest things. And oftentimes people are fighting over things that they shouldn't be fighting over or that really have no value in the long-term conversation. They might have more of an emotional value. So my, my role in those conversations can be to step back and remind them of what's really important, and that is you know, the kids or being able to put all of this behind them and move forward in a way that they feel comfortable and confident with. So it's super important to really have that outside perspective. Yeah, I I think about uh, somebody in my wife's and my family who has gone through the divorce process and it was very contentious and the emotion really came into it. And she and the ex, they have a daughter and they were fighting over the most minor insignificant details because she just wanted to be right and she just wanted to win. And you see that sometimes. So- It can be really ugly. So you alluded to this a little bit earlier, Shanna, but do you usually work with just one party or is it more common that you work with both parties? So the way I like to do it is to be engaged by one party. And it's typically the female. Um, It doesn't have to be. I've worked with men as well. But usually the party that doesn't have as much exposure to or experience with finance brings me in to make sure that they're looking at everything that's being proposed to them or any of the settlement agreement offers that the spouse that really knows the finances might be bringing up. And so I really am working on behalf of one of the spouses, but then I can also bring the other spouse into the office either with their spouse or separately to really go through kind of the thought process, what we're thinking and why we're proposing what we're proposing. And then when sometimes you'll bring in an attorney, a mediator, CPA, something like that, how does that process work where you bring everybody in together? It really depends on the um, situation, who and where uh, we need to go from here. But in Maricopa County and in most states, honestly, if you can keep two attorneys from fighting over things, Hmm. that de-escalates and saves money in the process. So we really try to avoid having two attorneys fighting over all of the details and all of the I's that we dot and T's that we cross. And when we're ready to propose a, you know, agreement, that's when we can get an attorney involved to draw things up and make sure that everything is legal and above board. But we might need a CPA. We might need a business evaluation if there's a family-owned business. We might need, you know, some forensic accounting if that's the case as well. 
So there are all kinds of support personnel in this process that I can help bring in if that's something that's needed in order to really make sure that both people are getting the best deal possible. Because I think in typical uh, cliche divorce fashion, people think of the attorney or the mediator being the King Solomon to divide everything up. Yep. But in this case, if you are working at it from your perspective, you bring that additional financial perspective to the picture and you can work with these other professionals in tandem, it really can smooth out what can be a really contentious process. Yeah, absolutely. And we can also then consider things like how we divide up the assets in what way and then how does that work with any support that you might receive, any spousal support or child support? In Maricopa County, it's, child support is a calculator. It's pretty cut and dried. Spousal support, however, is not. Really? Yeah, it's very much, um, there are uh, 17 or 18 different criteria, and each criteria is very subjective. And so it isn't a given, and long-term support in Maricopa County is certainly not a given. So, um, you know, we can come up with a scenario that takes into account what we think we might be willing to accept for child support and spousal support in the division of assets and, and make sure everything works together to create a financial future that both people can live with. And so in a perfect world, you work with these professionals in concert so that it all works out uh, well. But sometimes, like you said, it gets pretty contentious. It can get pretty nasty. We, we've all known people that have gone through awful divorces. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens if this whole thing goes to court? What's your rule at that point, Shanna? So the way that I handle it in my practice is that I do a year-long divorce planning agreement, which includes everything except being an expert witness for you, which I can do if it ends up going to court, but that's an additional cost. Mm-hmm. We really try to avoid that if, if at all possible, but I can act as an expert witness on your behalf if I represent you in that proceeding. And that I would probably be just one of the witnesses that are called because almost every professional that you worked with would probably be called to the stand in that case. But we really do everything we can to avoid that. Of course. All right. And then once the divorce goes final, once we've all the T's have been crossed and the I's have been dotted and, and all of that, What kind of support would you provide to a client after the divorce to help keep everything on track? Yeah, so there are a couple things that I can do. Normally, we're not quite done with all the financial stuff. We've got to transfer accounts. We've got to reposition assets. And so I can roll into a regular financial planning relationship with a client. We're ongoing now. We're looking at what the new normal is and what we need to do to set ourselves up for retirement in the best way possible. I can also act as a fiduciary asset manager if we're taking money from a 401k or we're moving other assets, investment assets in and, you know, really repositioning those to make sure that they're now the right types of accounts and assets for your new lifestyle. So I can really continue to work with the person that engaged me in a long-term relationship in that way as well. That's really good to know. And you just think about, um, I'm getting divorced. I need an attorney, but you really don't think about all these other aspects that are involved with divorce, especially custody of kids, but you might that might be top of mind, but mm-hmm. the finances and so much else. So I'm really glad we've had this conversation today, Shannon, to really think about how you need to consider the financial aspects of divorce and how your expertise can really be helpful to somebody. And again, it's such a stressful situation. There's so much emotion involved. You might not always be thinking straight. So in a situation when you're in divorce proceedings, to really have a neutral party to say, okay, make sure we look at all these things, the money, make sure that we consider this. 
make sure if your spouse, male, female, doesn't matter, is more well versed financially, we want to make sure that you're we're not missing anything or that you're getting taken advantage of or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. And along that line as well, I run a divorce education event once a month in the Phoenix area called Second Saturday. It's actually part of a national organization, wife.org. And so um, it isn't the second Saturday. It used to be, but I do mine on Fridays now here in Phoenix. And so if you go to my website or you go to the second Saturday or wife.org websites, if you're not local in the Phoenix area, you'll be able to find an event near you. And really that involves me, an attorney, and a life coach or counselor to help you get all of the resources and information that you need in order to move into that next step with confidence. Such great resources available. We're going to make sure we put links to all those uh, different websites in our show notes as well. And if somebody wants to contact you directly, Shanna, and start the process or has any questions about their financial uh, future, what are the best ways to reach you? Go to my website at heritagefinancialaz.com, click on schedule a consultation, answer a few questions, and we can pop on the phone to chat. And I'd love the opportunity. Sounds good, Shanna. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.